talking about Roth IRAs versus Roth 401ks. It's kind of like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, they're both special. I just had someone the other day go, well, I'm going to do life insurance instead of a Roth IRA. I heard that's better. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's why we love the Roth. It's like, I know Mark, you like to say the tax-free ATM. This is a place where you can go to make money, grow it, and it gets to come out tax-free later at retirement. Welcome, everyone, to the Directed IRA Podcast with Matt Sorensen and Mark Kohler. We're just delighted to be with you today talking about Roth IRAs versus Roth 401ks. Woo. Yeah, I just, I uh, love them both. It, it, you <laughs> you know, it's kind of like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know? They're both special. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, I love them. The thing that drives me crazy, and I'll say this right now, is when people, and I just had someone the other day go, well, I'm going to do life insurance instead of a Roth IRA. I heard that's better. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, life please. insurance has its place, but a whole other topic. Yeah. So we, in fact, have a podcast on that. And I want to recommend to all of you that if you've been pitched, life insurance is better than Roth. And it, you've got to you've got to check it out. It's very, very mm-hmm. important. And um, yeah, and you need some I'm not new friends. Like, if that's what your friends are telling you, and you know, maybe your life insurance agent is your friend, but you need new friends, guys. Uh, but the Roth yeah. account, and this is I let's just dive into it here, is you can have Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks. There's some similarities. You put money in. You don't get a tax deduction, but in both instances, it grows and comes out tax-free, which is pretty freaking cool. That's why we love the Roth. It's like, I know, Mark, you like to say the tax-free ATM. This is a place where you can go to make money, grow it, and it gets to come out tax-free later at retirement. Yeah, right there. And so let's, and I apologize to all of you about dropping the life insurance, you know, bomb here at the <laughs> beginning, uh, that it but it, a lot of people feel that, you know, talk about that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say again, check out a podcast where we compare those two. But when it comes to the Roth IRA and Roth 401k, I kind of like my little, I was off the cuff when I said it was kind of like Christmas and Thanksgiving because they are similar. They're in the fall. It's a wonderful <laughs> time of year. They kind of almost run together, you know, like, and, and it's kind of the same thing. The Roth IRA and the Roth 401k uh, have a lot of similarities and just a couple differences that are really important yeah. to distinguish. And, um, uh, so Matt, yeah. what do you, what, what do you want to do? The dissimilarities yeah. or the similarity? Where do you want to go? I'll follow your lead. Yeah. Let's, let's hit, let's hit some of the similarities and then let's talk okay. about some of the distinctions. So the All first right. similarity was no deduction when you put money in, but grows and comes out tax-free. That concept's universal same. between Roth IRA same. or Roth 401k. Same. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, can I self-direct both? Oh, I love that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You okay. can. You don't have to just right. buy crappy stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. You could buy real estate or mm. private companies. You mean I could even buy alt assets? Alternative assets are on the table too. If you don't know what those what are, are, can you? Yeah, can you explain what alt assets are, Matt? And one where one might learn about that. Altassetsummit.com, a great place to go. We're going to be talking about these. And when we say alternative assets, and this is the industry, they're generally meaning not a stock or a mutual fund, like stuff you might actually be excited about owning personally or in your Roth IRA, Roth 401k, like real estate, that's single family, commercial, lending on real estate, investing in startups or venture capital, private equity, oil and gas. This is the non-Wall Street stuff that you can actually make money on personally or with your Roth IRA, Roth 401k. Okay. So let me see. So number one, I can grow money tax-free and it comes out tax-free for the rest of my life. 
uh, once I hit age 59 and a half, yeah. that's when it, it's unlocked. Same There's kind of a five-year – yep, same for both. There's kind of a five-year rule in there, folks. If you're 58 and you just opened a <laughs> yeah. Roth or a Roth 401k, you got to wait five years or until you're 59 and a half, but that's okay. And it's not per account. It's just you got to have a Roth's open, period, mm-hmm. within five years of 59 and a half. Okay, so I can grow it tax-free. It comes out tax-free. I can invest in what I like. What else is similar? There's penalties if you try to take it out early. Then that's the same. There's a 10% early withdrawal penalty, plus you pay tax on any earnings or gains you've had. But one thing that you get is you can pull out your contributions, what you've put in, tax-free with no penalty at any time. It's just your earnings and growth that you get a penalty for coming back out before 59 and a half. Now – when it comes to similarities, um, let's hit a few more because there's there's strategies that go with the Roth and 401k and there's differences. So I, I think there's really a, a, a kind of a second or third topic in there. But similarities are, again, you can form an LLC with either yeah. a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. I could pool multiple Roths and multiple 401ks together. Um. I could own real estate, like we just said, in either in either one. What else would be similar? Um, hmm. I mean, okay, that's that's the let's, similarities. I mean, that's. I think so. Okay. That, now let's talk strategy. A couple of strategies, okay. if I may, before just uh, number one, you can fund both a Roth IRA and a Roth four hundred one k. Well, a lot of people yeah. think, "Oh, I have a four hundred one k at work. I can't do a Roth." Oh no, you can. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, you could be at any income level and fund a Roth or a Roth 401k, but you have to use what's called the backdoor Roth yeah. method. Yeah. Where with a four, a Roth 401k, it's a single step. It's really yeah. through no your, income your restriction on, yeah, no income restriction on Roth 401k. You can be a billionaire and do a regular Roth 401k contribution, but the Roth IRA high income has got to do the backdoor and that high yep. income, by the way. Married, 218000 You phase out, single, 138000 That's where you got to do the backdoor Roth IRA because you, you yep. phase out. Another, We have separate podcasts on backdoor Roth for you high-income yep. earners. Yeah. Another strategy I like too is what's called the mega backdoor Roth, where you're using this strategy of the Roth IRA and the Roth 401k to mm-hmm. combine them in one given year. And if you're married, you're, you could <laughs> – double it, you know, and and the contributions can be phenomenal. So we, uh, we've done podcasts on that where you can combine the two Mm -hmm. and create this mega Roth contribution. Those are cool. And what that is just Um, everybody knows is that's how you're getting 66,000 a year into the Roth 401k. You're getting your employee contribution of 22,500 plus these after-tax contributions that you can convert to Roth of $43,500 that gets you to that $66,000 a year. So that's Oof. pretty cool. Even some of you might have that at your day job, you know, you're, where you got a W-2 that that could be an option for you. So uh, yeah. that's the mega backdoor Roth. It's typically done yeah. the four. This, okay. This probably brings up the first major difference in – and that's why this combination – Mm-hmm. mega thing really is cool is that the biggest difference bro i'm going to go out on a limb matt tell me okay. what you think right. probably the biggest difference is the contribution amount yeah uh the roth ira is a smaller amount uh the roth 401k opens up these larger numbers i'll let matt go through those mm-hmm. now you can combine the two if you've got the wherewithal and you really want to throw down 
But yeah. sometimes yeah. a client, it's a really good fit. Just take the base hit with the Roth IRA. Yeah. Some of you are like, hey, I can hit a triple. I'll do the base. I'll do the solo 401k with a Roth. And then maybe mm-hmm. I hit a home run and combine them all. So different levels. What? How do you break down the numbers like yeah. in the stages? Yeah, totally agree. I think that's the number one difference. Um, now Roth IRA, I remember 6,500 bucks a year you can put into a Roth IRA. If you're making 50 grand or less than a hundred grand, just worry about that. You putting 6,500 bucks away is going to be, you know, pretty hard to do to save that much. And so, um, you know, maybe you got dual income on everybody's situation, but 6,500 is great. Just do the Roth IRA. But if you're like, you know what, I make a hundred grand plus or between my household with a spouse or whatever, we're doing pretty good. I can save more than 6,500 bucks a year. Well, look at doing the Roth 401k. Which is twenty two five? You can do immediately as an employee contribution, twenty thousand five. Now there's more you can put in the Roth. I want to talk about that secondarily here, but just your contribution in as individual with a Roth IRA or employee in your Roth four hundred one k sixty five hundred twenty two thousand five hundred. See, and I and I want to go back to your first point, and and uh, there's a there's a moment here where I'm going to snap my fingers and point at you and you better say the right words. This is <laughs> non-scripted. We're going to see how it goes. But Matt, everybody said, I think something very important, just start with the Roth IRA. Now, if you have it, I'd like to call it matching out. If you've got a day job where they yeah. are providing a 401k and a match, go play good, in the match. Good caveat. Yeah. Good. Just get that match done and then get the hell out. We call it matching out. Totally and, and it may be a simultaneous where, where you know, well, I'm going to put in a lot more fine. But the theory is in baby steps, I'm going to get the match, get out and reevaluate. And I'll go, I like the Roth IRA at that point. It's just a, the first level. And and Matt, what are we trying to do? Get on base. Get on base. <laughs> base hit. Yeah, you base. want your Roth IRA yeah. to get on base. And I love how you always <laughs> take the role of Brad Pitt and make me be Jonah Hill in this example. <laughs> Once again, I have to be Jonah Hill. And it's kind of Brad ironic. Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great movie. It's from Moneyball. 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 But but no, and this goes for your you, your spouse, your kids. Get everybody on base. Get everybody Mm -hmm. on base. Uh and and you you win games. Yeah. Uh that's the that's the fun part of that movie. It really is. Yeah. And it it really applies. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's really really applies. It's right here. Yeah. And like that 6,500 bucks, it might seem like, oh, that's not a lot. Okay. You're gonna do that next year and the next year and the next year. And you know mm-hmm. what? Remember your retirement account, you know, you might be in your thirties, forties, fifties, whatever. We're talking 10, 20, 30, 40 years of additional contributions and savings and investment growth. So don't get too, if you're at zero right now, be like, oh, 6,500 bucks. That's not going to move the needle. Guys, get freaking on base and get on base next year and the next year and the next year. Um, and that's how this stuff grows. So, and everyone starts at zero. You know, I always tell people my largest client has a $300 million Roth IRA. He started at zero. Okay. Everyone starts at zero. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, now I guess another difference, mm-hmm. if I may, should, should I go to the investment issue? It's starting mm-hmm. with the letter U. Let's Should hit that later. That? Let's hit that in a second. Hit that later? Mind. Okay. Because I, I think even on the, the contributions, there's some distinctions too. So we got the di- the different amounts of how much uh-huh. you can put in. Um, remember, there's no income limit on a Roth 401k, but there can be where you have to do a backdoor Roth on the IRA side. Now, there's no RMD, required minimum yeah. distribution on Roth IRAs. Roth 401ks in 2023 – have RMD still. That's but, so weird. But in Secure 2.0, they changed it. 
starting in 2024, <laughs> this market gets all, <laughs> thank you, you're listening to two tax lawyers here, yes. In 2024, yeah. the RMD requirement on Roth 401ks goes away. And this is a rule that says when you hit 73 now, that's the age, you have to start pulling money out of the Roth account. Now that's going to go away. So for all intents and purposes, these are going to be the same where there's no RMD, but just sitting in 2023, just know you got to do RMD still for a Roth 401k. Yeah. Yeah. And we've done a podcast on RMDs. Please go back and listen to that because Mm -hmm. if you or your family members are over age 70, you need to be understanding the rules because they've, they're changing year by year right now. There's a lot of uh, legislation on this uh, because people are living longer. Social Security is, you know, a little challenged, if you will. So we, the government's like, <laughs> hey, was, let's help people invest longer, you know. And Social Security is a uh, challenge. That was generous. That was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be doomsday. I don't yeah. want to be a doomsday guy. Social Security I'm not a doomsday is... guy. Yeah. Um, You're screwed. We're screwed. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, there's one other before the U word. There's one other okay. I was thinking about too. Participant loans. In a 401k, oh. even Roth 401ks. I can loan myself half the balance of that not to exceed 50K at any time. So if I needed that money to come out and I wanted to loan myself and get it back in at any time, you can do this thing called a participant loan where you get up to 50 grand. You can't do that in a Roth IRA, but you can do it in a Roth 401k where you're lending yourself money. I love it. And a lot of people may have an old 401k that's been kicked out to an IRA and you're trying to start a business now, maybe that second or third career in your lifespan, you can open up a new solo 401k under your side hustle, roll that money back into the 401k and take out a loan to subsidize your business and get it going and then pay interest back to your 401k and get a tax write-off to do it. Mm -hmm. It's it's phenomenal. So think about that. Now, that does bring up the 60-day rollover, which is unique to the Roth IRA. Yeah, good one. Yeah. So explain how that works. You're really good at this. You're, yeah, you get a you get to do one 60 day rollover every 12 months in an IRA. So if I pull money in all your of, IRAs, in all in, your IRAs, yes. So yeah. I get to do that once every 12 months. Um, this is not per year. This is every 12 month in a rolling cycle. So you know, if I did a 60 day rollover back in December of 2022, where I took money out of my IRA or Roth, doesn't matter. And I've got it back in. I'm done until December of 2023 coming back around. I can't be like, well, that was my 2022 rollover. No, no, no. So yeah. there's been some mistakes on that over the years and the rules have changed and gotten complicated. But there is a way where you can take a 60-day rollover. Now, we tell clients, don't ever do rollovers where you touch the money. Always send money from IRA account to IRA account or 401k to IRA with what's called a direct rollover or trustee to trustee transfer. Never touch the money because if you do, you get that 60 days where you got to redeposit it. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, recently had to do a 60 day rollover cause I was trying to get my traditional IRA out of my acorns account and put it into my mm. self-directed account and convert it to Roth. Uh, it, it was a family fun strategy that we still do as a family as we all have acorns accounts. Some of you might be doing Robin hood accounts or, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what's that other one? Everybody likes, um, Anyway, but they're, they're stash. just fun apps, stash, stash there we go, yeah. but they're fun applications where families can invest together, save together, do contests. And I, we really have been trying to, um, encourage saving in our family. And so those apps are a lot of fun to do that, but you ultimately have to roll that IRA money out of these apps to get them into a, a more investable, 
uh, or easy to access retirement account where I can invest in what I love. Mm-hmm. So I had to do one of those this last year. Wasn't painful, but um, it's fun, people. You can pull money out anytime, any amount you want. Just get it back within 60 days. Go make some money yeah. with it and then put it back. Um, okay, I got okay it. well, that brings us to the – oh, you got one more? Yeah, I was thinking of one more here um, on the differences. And this is on the Roth. And this is kind of a new one that I think is pretty cool. So we talked about 22500 is what you can put in as an employee contribution in a Roth 401k. But starting in 2023 now, you can do an employer Roth contribution. And your mm-hmm. employer at your day job, or for those of you with solo Ks, your own business, you can do an employer contribution. This is the 43500 you have left that you can get in as Roth dollars. And that's awesome. Now I can do 66 grand a year in the um, in the 401k that's Roth dollars. This is a brand new thing that you can do in 2023. A lot of the, you know, if you got a day job 401k at Dunder Mifflin, you know, those changes aren't in effect yet. Even solo Ks, you know, you can get ahead of the game here, but the IRS has not given guidance on this yet. I was at a conference two months ago with people from the, actually a month ago, um, with people ahead of the IRS and the Treasury Department, and they're still like working on it. You know, this has been law for five or six months. But, uh, but anyways, that's kind of a cool thing. Um, a little more, of course, you're throwing in the Roth 401k where you can get up to the 66,000, even without doing the mega backdoor thing, just employer contribution you can do. Now, if I'm over age 50, it's mm. not just 66,000. I can. 7,500. That's right. So that ends up being seventy three five, right? Yep. 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 Seventy three five. I got to write that down. I've got my calendar here and be able to have that number handy. Um, okay. All right. I'm sure. What I'll have we been talking one. about? But yeah, we've been out there. <laughs> you got more? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was going to tease here. I uh, yeah. So what's this one we've been kind of holding off suspensefully? It's called UBIT unrelated business income tax. Uh, we've always been a proponent of buying real estate in your retirement accounts. You get a great ROI. Don't worry about the depreciation tax write-off. Some people, I don't know. I don't get it. These companies are like, oh, don't buy re- real estate in your retirement account because you don't get the flow through loss. Yeah, but I get a kick-ass ROI. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to go buy some stock because I don't get the depreciation. But let's worry about ROI. That's what matters. Yeah. So anyway, so we love buying real estate in our retirement accounts. And when you do, you sometimes might use debt. You might get a, what's called a non-recourse loan. So you can leverage a $50,000 Roth IRA and go buy a $200,000 property or a $100,000 property. And there's different lenders out there. You might even have seller carrybacks. But what you want to do is use leverage when possible to create great cash flow and a better ROI. Um, well, in a Roth IRA, the IRS says, that's cool but you have to pay tax on the leveraged amount. You don't pay tax on your Roth IRA making money, mm-hmm. but on the bank money that you borrowed, you got to pay some tax on that. And so we have what's called a blocker corporation strategies to keep that tax down to 21%, but it's still kind of crappy. Well, in a Roth 401k, it doesn't apply. So if we have a client that has IRA money, they want to convert to Roth and buy real estate, We want to get that money in the 401k, convert to Roth inside the 401k, then go do that leveraged real estate. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it's just an extra method to really exponentially create a better return. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a that, that that's a little distinction. You know, it's in my book, the self-directed diary handbook. There's a chapter in my book. I go over that exception. 
um, that any 401ks get, solo 401ks, you know, any of the 401k or employer plans get that on leveraged real estate only. That's the only little exception. All other things of UBIT are the same between IRA and 401k, Roth, IRA, Roth, 401k. So, and I even on UDFI, I actually don't ever like to do a blocker. I'll do it on regular UBIT because that's 37%. But UDFI is capital gains rate at most when you sell the property and it's only on the debt piece. And so, um, so, but there's a little, yeah. you know, perk for the Roth 401k, particularly if you are self-employed where you can do your own yeah. 401k and do a solo 401k and easily self-direct. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I, I really feel this list is comprehensive. It really hopefully gave a lot of you, uh, the differences and similarities to make an informed decision. Here's the thing. I was just at a lunch with someone Said, I said, How, do you, what strategy should we talk about? They go, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what my accountant does. I just drop everything off. I just trust them. Whew. That's, that's, that's pretty trusting. People, this is your future. This is your money. These are your tax. Taxes, the number one cost in your life. Over your lifetime, taxes will be the number one cost. And are you really building your wealth? So these, this conversation about knowing these differences frankly, you probably know more than at least 30% of tax preparers out there just with this conversation. So make sure you can have an intelligent dialogue with your tax advisors. Bring this issue up. Make sure you're saving. I'm I'm so grateful you're here because this is just what you really need to know to, to better live your American dream. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for being with us. Don't think of Roth IRA versus Roth 401k. We should probably call this Roth IRA and Roth 401k. <laughs> right, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can have them both and have a happy holiday season. Oh, <laughs> love it. Way to bring it together. I love it. Uh, so, well, everybody get to, get to altasset.com, uh, register. Altassetsummit.com. Altassetsummit.com, and it's, it's going to be great. Virtual tickets, in-person tickets next month. Um, Matt, thank you. This was a great topic. This was yeah. Matt's choice, um, yeah. ladies' choice, and next week will be <laughs> my choice. <laughs> oh, you know, you just did me dirty on the end there. You just, you know, yeah. just got to the end of the show. I thought we made it out alive, but. I know. <laughs> I just, you left yourself wide open on that one. So. <laughs> Oh, that's All right. what she said. All right. Thanks, yeah. everybody. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>